Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Excited to be here with you this week on our weekly dose. If you're listening to this on the Hustle with Heart podcast, welcome. And uh, by the way, if you ever want to tune in live to the weekly dose, obviously you can watch us in the Success God's Way community on Facebook, but you can also see me on my YouTube channel, um, which is just under my name, Erin Harrigan. So we gather again this week on the topic of pursuing success God's way. And this week's topic came to me. From this book. So if you've been following my daily dose videos, you know I've been talking about Lisa Whittle's book, I Want God. And what's been so great about this as I open it up to the table of contents <clears throat> is that it's all the ways that we want God more. So more than comfort, more than logic and reason, more than popularity, more than blessing. And you know, every week as I come to you, I really let the Holy Spirit determine what He wants me to share. Um, there are topics that come to me and there are ideas that come to me, but when it comes to Sunday and preparing for this, I really just let it be His. And so this week, what came to me yesterday was to talk about defying logic and kind of excerpt, if you will, from Lisa Whittle's book. So I'm not going to go word for word. This is not plagiarism, but it is, um, I think, homage to her as an author. And I really encourage you to get her book because it's incredible. And I'm going to um, relate this really to business because that's what we're here to do in Success God's Way, in Hustle with Heart, because my mission is to free women entrepreneurs from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business and then equip them to pursue success God's way. Because in doing that, in abiding in Him, we will not just have the flow of joy and peace in our business. We will not just make the impact in the kingdom that He calls us to, but we will reap much fruit as it tells us in John 15. So let's dig in, defying logic. You know, God is a great rule breaker. As humans, we want things to make sense. We want them to be logical. I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of time looking at the things that happen in my life and, and trying to connect the dots to what they could mean or um, what they relate to or what have you. And so logic and reason are a huge part of who we are, and it's who God made us to be. But he gave us free will for a reason, which is, yes, he's given us logic and reason, but will we make the choice to follow him? And so when I say he's a great rule breaker, relating to what Lisa talks about in the book, <clears throat> it's really because we have rules around our life, right? We have, we have plans. We have clear paths to where we want to go in most cases. As entrepreneurs, whether we own a franchise, whether we have an online business, a network marketing business, MLM, etc., we know what those logical steps are, right? But God breaks those rules to show us supernaturally what more there is to our life. <clears throat> so our desire for logic 
is really the biggest factor in why we don't have more of God and why we don't see him show up in the biggest ways in our life and in our business, because intellect blocks his unvarnished love. So if you remember um, from what I've talked about, that the foundational verse of um, hustle with heart and this ministry, if you will, is John 15, 4, that Um, abide in me and I abide in you because he is the vine and we are the branches. Well, our intellect, our desire for um, sense and sensibility and logic and reason can, can block the flow from the vine to our branch. Very similarly, like a blockage in a heart, in a heart valve, right? So um, it hinders his work is what, is what really happens. We have to want him more And life with him is meant to be illogical. Here's the thing, guys, is he doesn't need us to understand to do his work. He just calls us to choose him over everything else. And he very often will call us to illogical and unreasonable places to expose what position control has in our life. Um, I know for me, he's called me to be the hustle with heart coach. And to me, that was so illogical because it didn't make sense. It didn't fit in my nice, clean, and tidy pathway of building my health and wellness business. Um, it didn't make sense to where I plan to go in the future and and working to each title level, etc. And it was so illogical because I thought, what do I have to share? You know, I, I'm not a million dollar earner. I, I've not done anything spectacular, but yet there was glory in my story, his glory. And so therefore he's called us to these places. So he will do that. So we have to choose between God and everything else. And here's the thing is that when we choose him, everything else becomes far less appealing. So you may be a little alarmed to find that as a God-centered entrepreneur pursuing success God's way, that those goals and those things and those titles and whatever they don't have the same pull on you anymore. They don't have the same, you don't have the same desire for them. Well, it's because you're desiring him more. And quite honestly, he cannot be placed in a box. He cannot be drawn with boundaries to, to those titles, those recognitions, those income levels, etc. Because what he has for us is so much bigger. The reason that we fall into this trap of of us wanting to be logical besides the fact that he's made us that way in order to give us choices is because everything in our life since the day we were born has been pounded into our head that the highest level of achievement is meant to be seen and known and lauded. So in other words, when we achieve something, we're supposed to shout it from the rooftops and let everybody see it. Um, that's just what's been pounded into us for our whole lives. But if you think about the heroes of the Bible, one of the things that Lisa says is, the Bible tells me that people who did not know what God was doing chose him and not logic even at their own expense. So she mentions Abraham, who went to a foreign place without knowing where the heck he was going. Rahab, who risked her own life to save strangers, which, by the way, you know, led to even the the spreading of Christianity even more. Noah, who built this massive boat, which, by the way, sat docked until God moved. At least 20 years, it sat Esther, who went before the king, risking beheading, risking everything else to save 
her people. The Bible is full of examples like that. And with every Bible hero runs a thread that is seemingly illogical. The problem is that we long for what makes sense. And often we treat God like he is just in a box and we are in control and he is at our beck and call. So we want him to do what we want him to do. We want to tell him how to do it. We want him to do it on our, our calendar and our time frame because that is logical, right? Um, but that is not where his supernatural um, blessings uh, and movement shows up. So here's the deal. When we are making a choice between God and what is logical and reasonable. Um, We have good things that come out of it, and we have not so good things. So the not so good things that come out of this are sometimes we're ridiculed. Sometimes we're misunderstood. Sometimes people around us are angry with us because we're not doing what what they think we should be doing, or they think that we're not living up to our potential. And sometimes there's jealousy. Um, But we have to let the promises of God Drown out the sarcasm and the skepticism of people around us. Why? Because here's what we know from Isaiah 43.1, that he has called us by name and we are his. And, you know, Jesus tells us in this world, we will have trouble, um, but that he has overcome the world. So when we start showing up boldly for God in our business, I don't know about you, but I think I've shared that there have been times where I'm able to show up boldly for God in other areas of my life, whether it's my marriage, my finances, with my children, et cetera. But when it comes to my business, that's a tough one, right? Because we want to do what we're expected to do. We want to follow the logical path to get to the next levels. And we tell ourselves, like, if I can get to that level, I can give so much bigger. Um, I'll have more money to give. It will show that I've impacted so many lives. And yes, that is true. But if God has called you in a different direction, um, it's scary and you're going to have backlash. That's just what it is. But he doesn't have to make sense to us to be sovereign. Something that he calls us to, something that is of him doesn't have to make sense to us. And more importantly, it doesn't have to make sense to everyone else around us. But here's the deal. What comes out of this may not be the perfect happy ending. Um, Following God will result in pain. It will result in great challenge and great trial. Um, We will lose. We will lose love. We will lose. um, There will be sadness. But we have to know that on the other side of that, from an eternity perspective, that there is so much more and that our business is a vehicle that will, A, what I like to say, fillet us open to face challenges we would never face in the employee world, and B, to teach us lessons that prepare us to help others, to serve others, letting our hindsight be their foresight, um, because on the other side of the pain, the sadness, etc., um, is his eternity. And sometimes there's no way that we could learn those things except to walk the entrepreneur path that he's given us. <clears throat> And here's the other thing about being called to God-sized things. We will never be qualified to do anything God-sized. You've heard it said, and sometimes it feels a little cliche, but it's true that God does not call a qualified. He qualifies the called. But we have to be willing to take the step and to follow through and to heed his call and to be obedient. Um, We will question and think, Have I lost my mind as I move in this other direction? 
But here are the good things that come uh, from God being uh, defying logic. And those things are protection and provision, intimacy with him and endorsement from him that he will raise us up in ways we could never have raised ourselves. And here's what it says in Psalm 91:11, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. So his provision and his protection and the intimacy with him and his endorsement, he will provide all that we need, but what we need is not what we think we need. It's what he knows that we need. He will provide provision beyond the physical. He will provide grace and strength and hope. So we want to do his will. And through his will, he will make good on his promises. But our definition of him making good is logical and reasonable. But that is not his definition. The delivery method is completely up to him and it will defy logic. Paths will be crossed. Things will happen. You know, if I look back just at the last few months, the fact that I was on a gospel radio show in March, that I spoke to rock star real estate women in April, and then I was interviewed for a faith and business summit, like it is completely illogical to me that I would have been on a gospel radio show or on the Faith and Business Summit. The real estate retreat, yeah, I can see that because I have the connections to people who put that together. But it doesn't make sense to me. But I knew that I wanted to speak and I knew that I wanted to share the message of Hustle with Heart. But his delivery looked different than mine. And it doesn't mean that logic and reason isn't good. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't think before we act. It doesn't even mean that we shouldn't think, okay, what is the logical and reasonable response to this? Yes, he created us with these beautiful minds that think about these things, but it means that we don't reason away what we know that he is drawing us to, even when the things he's drawing us to don't make sense to us, and especially when they don't make sense to others. We cannot reason away his super natural. Because if we stay open to him breaking the rules, to wrecking our life, to wrecking our path, to wrecking our plan, he will rebuild our life and our business on faith. And you guys, when he rebuilds our business on faith, it will produce much fruit, exceedingly abundantly, more than we can think or imagine. But again, that fruit does not necessarily mean the physical. He has done things in my business that I could never have imagined. He has grown my business so beautifully. But as my coach, Don Schuler, told me, you know, our return on investment, our ROI is not just monetarily based. It's about the people whose lives we touch. It's about the ripple that we create by throwing the pebble. It's about the connections that are made. So very often I stand up as the Hustle with Heart coach in my own head and I think, I'm not a million dollar earner. Why is anybody going to listen to me? Because logic says, how can I mentor and coach when I'm not at that million dollar level? And logical minds in business would say, don't take advice from anyone that's not where you want to be. So if someone comes to me and they want to be a million dollar earner, would they take advice from me when I'm not a million dollar earner? But you guys, that's just the enemy trying to get me spinning like a top, get me discouraged and discontent and disorganized in my thought. Um, because God's supernatural work 
doesn't take our logic and it doesn't fit our box. When we do this, when we hold open our hands and we lay down our need for reason, it affects us, it affects others. And as it affects others, it affects his kingdom. And that's what he has called us to do with his vehicle as God-centered entrepreneurs. We will never see God the way we want if we hold on to the sole reliance upon logic. So we will never show him, see him show up the way the big ways that, that we see in others. Um, we will never be able to tell the glory of his story if all we rely upon is logic. Um, I believe that he is going to prosper my wellness business, but I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, but I just know that it's that it's his. And every day I simply pray, Lord, help me find one more. Um, but but again, the, the outcome and the results of that, the provision of that is not always physical. But if I left it to logic and reason, I'd be walking around thinking I'm a failure. So I want to challenge you to think about that. And also to remember that we are human and that our flesh will continue to want logic. It will continue to pitch for what is known versus unknown. Um, and when Lisa wrote this, I want to tell you the solace and the peace that I felt knowing that it's not just me. Because I think that sometimes <clears throat> as God-centered entrepreneurs, we think we got this. Today's the day and I got it. And then the next day we wake up and we're like, but what about this? And what about that? I got to go for that. I don't have enough customers and clients and people joining my business. You guys, it is a daily battle, which is why we must be consistently in the word daily. That's why I coach my clients on it. I coach myself on it. You guys, I'm not walking a path that, that or telling you to walk a path that I'm not on, but I felt solace knowing that it's not just me knowing that it is our natural state for our flesh to want logic and to want reason. It is our natural state for my flesh to want what it wants versus what God's best is for me. Um, and I found solace, solace in that. God does not want us to have our future perfectly mapped. He wants us to leave room for him, for his light to be shining on our path and showing us which way to go. He wants our trust and he wants us willing to move when he calls us to move and in the direction that he calls us. And even when we don't even know what that direction is, like Abraham, he wants us to surrender our logic. He wants us to pray like crazy. And I'm just going to leave you with this prayer um, that Lisa has at the end of her chapter. And here's what it says. God, that our bones would creak for you, that we would stop trying to be so smart, stop trying to understand, stop trying to make you make sense. Forgive us. This is what we know. Help us be okay with the not knowing and saddle up anyway. Bring revival to the logical bones and let us step boldly wherever you call. Amen. So I am really excited to see your comments um, and your feedback on this one. Get into the podcast, leave your comments there, leave your comments here in Success God's Way. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave your comments there. Uh, I really want to see how this resonates with everybody because I was scrambling writing this out last night and the Holy Spirit was you know, taking me this way and this way and this way. And when he does that, I know it's going to be a really 
great topic that resonates with everyone. So I hope that resonates with you today. Thank you for tuning in um, and listen to the exit message. Uh, Be sure to subscribe and I'll leave that there. But if I can help you as your coach or as a speaker, I'd love to do that. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.